We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. I like our snazzy little new intro. (laughs) That makes it uh, easier because we don't have to think of brand new ways to bring it in every time right right <laughs> except now we're getting lazy yeah yeah <laughs> except now i don't know how to start because we're just like well we just start talking or what uh yeah i don't know uh we had this problem last time if you we remember. did we did <laughs> well we always have the same problem multiple times i'm gonna make some noise here you know we keep trying to solve it i don't think we need to solve it um i think that's kind of what makes us us <laughs> right right <laughs> We're never going to get one perfect. Stop fixing shit. Never going to get one perfect. <laughs> we're just, we're just, we just got to do us. And that's what this is about. So. Right. Right. That is, that is it. A couple of um, working boy hunters, working boy, working men, hunters, guys who have careers that hunt. <laughs> and do podcasts on time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> With like three million tenths of a me. That hurt a little bit. Today it's a brand new year, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Not a Grande. Right. Yeah, there's like two hours left of this year. Of course, by the time they listen to this, it's going to be two weeks gone of the new year yeah right yeah way to burst their bubble right right they think we're on top of sorry guys Uh, today we're going to talk about our last chance opportunities to get a podcast right no (laughs) (laughs) is there a deadline for that because i don't think we're gonna make it i really don't think we're gonna make that no No. it's just not gonna happen (laughs) no um on a serious or note. On a serious or note. <laughs> Our grammar's never going to get any better either. Not mine. <laughs> I went to school. I'll go to high school, boss. <laughs> you're lucky, well, I, I, can, you're lucky yeah. I can count the podcast. <laughs> 50 blue. <laughs> Orange potato. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I think that's a record for the most times I've said Shit. <laughs> In the first three minutes of a podcast. <laughs> Definitely explicit, this one, boys. Watch out. No, we're going to talk about last chance opportunities uh, for to go hunting. hunting in the 2018-2019 season. Uh, if, you, if you didn't know, if you're brand new to hunting, if you're just listening and, and don't know who the heck we are, we're sorry. Uh, but no. That's Kyle. I'm Rodney. <laughs> we're here to jack oh, shit up. <laughs> In New Mexico, the hunting year runs for, or the hunting season runs from April first to of this year. And so let's say twenty. Let's say in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, the new license year starts April first, and it runs through twenty twenty March thirty first. And so, talking about this year, last chance opportunities. Our hunting season started back in twenty eighteen, April first. And now we'll end in March 31st, 2019. Yeah. And so that's why we say last chance opportunities because, you know, we've been 
doing our Instagram stuff, Facebook stuff. And, and that's one of the things I've been seeing a lot is, Oh, we're all looking next year. We can't wait till September. So why? A lot of hunting left. A lot of hunting left. Yeah. A lot of hunting left, especially here in New Mexico, man. We have, uh, just a lot of species that are, that you can hunt uh, a lot of the year round. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to run you down a list of hunting opportunities that remain between now and March 31st. And we're going to start you off with Barbary sheep. Yeah. We're going to start with a big game. Um, because it's not just big game. You got upland game. You got mm-hmm. some some Long other game. stuff that you can do. But um, we, we're going to start with Barber's sheep. And why are we going to start with that? Well, we're going to start with Barber's sheep because there seems to be kind of this new fad of killing sheep, right? Um, it's it's a big thing right now for you know a lot of people out there hunting Barbary. It's a new exciting opportunity. Which is funny um, because been they've been out there forever. Yeah, it has, it has, but it's kind of well kind of taken off. Yeah, and there's and there's those hardcore sheep hunters out there, and and mm-hmm. they're they're almost I think they're almost worse than I won't say worse. Um, they're they're almost more secretive about their sheep spots than elk hunters mm-hmm. are about their elk spots. You know what I mean? But uh, that being said, I'm not going to knock them for that. I mean, that's if that's what they love no. to do, so be it. Um, but yeah, uh, you're, you're right. It's kind of a new, Hey, people are starting to discover Uh that you can do this. And there's a reason for that. Uh, because these, and, and, and it's not the only species where this is the truth there's, but it's where we're going to start. There's some tags that are year round. Yeah. Some tags that are year round public land, um, like you said, not the only species that we have this this available, but but it is a good one. And it, it likes, you know what? I think one of the things that people are drawn to about this animal is kind of the way you can hunt them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of a, a they're a hard you, hunt. They're, it is a hard hunt. Something you can do in a lot of glassing. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it, it's you know, if you like, uh, you know, if you like that spot and stock, if you like to glass and 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 that type of thing. Uh, you know, some the mule deer hunting that we like to do, mm-hmm. the antelope yeah. hunting. It's it's very much Spot like that. Stock, yeah, very much like that. Yeah, so. and uh, and and they are they're a hard hunt. These uh, Barbary have excellent uh, sense of smell. They have great great sense of sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can eyesight. see a long ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes and and the places that they inhabit are extreme most of the time extremely difficult to get to it, mm-hmm. it it's not for the faint of heart you're not going to road hunt these um so so it's a hard hunt yeah yeah so what opportunities do we have for sorry i'm still chuckling about the first five minutes. <laughs> what, what opportunities do we have kyle um with barbary so if you're looking for for public land um well, let's, let's talk about the two different two yeah. different ways that you can go on this. There's mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities left that are just strictly private land, mm-hmm. uh, not with just with Barbary. And we'll go through each of those species and talk about that. So we'll break it into the private land, public land. Um, this, the, um, I guess we'll start with a private land 
and and then do the public land because mm-hmm. there's only a few species where public land is actually available anymore. So um, <clears throat> with the barber sheep on private land, uh, you've got a couple of hunts. They're coming up in February. So February 1st through the 28th, uh, you can hunt private land barbary sheep in game management units, 32, 34, 36, and 37. Mm-hmm. And so those uh, are mainly in the southeast portion of the state. That's, that's down there down there where I am. That's, you know, Otero, Lincoln Counties, yep. Alamogordo, Radoso, Cloudcroft, um, Capitan, those those areas roswell i think is 32 yeah ish yeah Yeah, right yeah roswell ish ish Uh, along with that you have uh in gmu's 29 and 30 and that's two separate hunts two separate hunts 32 34 36 and 37 is one hunt uh gmu's 29 29 and 30 30 is another hunt is another hunt but they're they're both february 1st the first of the 28th any Both of weapon. them are any legal weapon. Yeah. Uh, most people are going to be hunting with a rifle, but any legal weapon, as we've talked about before, uh, means anything up and to rifles. So mm-hmm. you could hunt with a bow if you wanted to. You could hunt with a muzzleloader. You could hunt with a crossbow. Yeah. Some some people just you know like enjoy it. enjoy trying to get close to one. Mm-hmm. You know, so nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing says that you if you got a buddy who wants to go hunting with you, one can't carry a bow, one can't carry a rifle. Right. Do what you want. Do what you want. Okay. Uh, but those are the private land opportunities that you have, and you're going to have to, if you do a private land, um, those ones are, are going to have uh, some a hunt code associated associated with it. Yeah, which means you know you got to go in. Um, uh, do you, I don't think you have to do that on Burberry, Do you just get written permission? Well, it's not like it's not like elk where you have to get the hunt code and all of that. Um. It should be just just with permission, kind of like what you do with deer, right? Um, you're probably right, and uh, come on, there's a, there's a few, and I may be getting mixed <laughs> up. I'm sorry, I may be getting mixed up. There's there's a few uh, hunts that will have specific hunt codes. Just consult your proclamation, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, you can either get, you need, they're free. The proclamation's free. You can go get one online, make sure it's a 2018, 2019, because the new ones are going to be coming out. Yeah, the new ones should be coming out here in the next, if they're not already, by the time you're listening to this podcast, they should be out soon. Correct. And so consult your proclamation um, in, in the uh, 2018, 2019, your Barbary Sheep section is going to start at page 102. Uh, so you're going to consult that, uh, and there. So there is a hunt code associated with those over the counter, over the counter private land. Every every hunt has a hunt code, whether it's private land, mm-hmm. public land, it doesn't matter. Um, but that'll be kind of one of those things that that you're going to have to check whenever you go in to purchase a license. You'll have to pick one of those dates, and then that'll have that a hunt code associated. Yeah, with it. exactly. And I believe. Um, if you go to the, for all of these tags, if you go to the, um, for all of the tags that we're going to talk to you about today, except for elk and, are there any antelope hunts? 
No, antelope, antelope's, antelope's death. done. So all of the hunts that we're going to talk to you about today, except for elk, you can go to the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish website and um, log in and go to uh, license sales for 2018. Yeah, so that, web, that website, gonna have, that website yeah. is wildlife.state.nm.us, and then you're going to pick yeah. hunt. And then yeah. it'll say, you know, and we'll put a link. Per, we'll put a link we'll in the show a, notes yeah. and on the website. Yeah, uh, but you can go to these and and uh, and purchase these licenses online, um, and then get written permission. Yeah, so you can purchase it right here online without any yeah. coach or anything. So these are all over the counter yep. licenses. Over the counter, and and you'll purchase it, and then you just need written permission from the private landowner to be hunting on the property. And the other thing that you want to remember is if you're going to purchase one of these licenses, you need to do it at least two weeks in advance if you're going to do it online in order for them to send you the carcass tag Yeah, can for, you, for the big game. Can you go into a department and get that printed you out? You can go to any vendor and get that printed out the day of. Okay. But if you're going to purchase, but if you're online, going to purchase online two weeks in advance. Two weeks in advance. So go to a vendor. Yeah. Because otherwise you're wasting two weeks of your hunt. Pretty much. Or... You know, if you say I want to go hunting end of January or whatever, yeah. you know, if I'm going to be hunting February, man, I can purchase that license, that Barbary license now, mm -hmm. and they'll send you. It'll take two weeks for them to send you the carcass okay. tag. Perfect. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking we, about Barbary sheep. We don't the, know the, the private land hunts, and and, yeah. and we covered that. Yeah. Uh, they do have. Public land hunts. Yes. Again, these are over-the-counter hunts. Mm -hmm. uh, these are really cool because they're what we call season-long hunts or they're statewide hunts. Mm -hmm. um, these hunts start the beginning of the uh, license year, which is April 1st, mm -hmm. and they end uh, March 31st. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that you have to – and so we'll talk about these hunts uh, on a few other species – uh, not the public land. Well, there's a, yeah. there's a few that we'll talk about the public land, but uh, so it's season long. The dates are April first. You can you can hunt April first through March thirty first yeah. with these licenses. And and this hunt. So one of them, th this hunt that we're talking about right now. Um, one of the the cool things about it is, um, is it so this is a hunt that's right in my backyard, and I've never done it. Well, not, not so only that, it's not just in your No, backyard. it's not. But but this, this section that I'm going to talk about right now. Yes. Yeah. Is It's right in my backyard. It's the western rim of Unit 34. Um, and it's right where they released all of the bighorns big horns mm -hmm. recently. So I've never done this hunt. Um, we're talking about actually going and trying it before mm -hmm. too long, uh, before the end of the year is over. Um, but they just released in this unit a bunch of bighorn sheep. Yes, desert bighorns. And they've been seeing these bighorns repeatedly up here in this rim. And that's just an added incentive to do this hunt. Because not only are you going to be up there hunting Barbary, but you have the opportunity to lay eyes on the first bighorn back in this Sacramento uh, Mountains. Sacramento Mountain area in a very, very long yeah. time. So it'd be pretty cool. Um um, to not only have the opportunity to hunt Barbary sheep on uh, public land, but the added bonus of possibly seeing some of those bighorn sheep that were released in the same area. Yes. 
And so you were talking about that it's in your backyard. Um, yeah. It's not just in your backyard. It's in my no, it's backyard. Not. It's 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 statewide. Yeah, it's a so statewide tag. They're all over for, the place. Give you a good example. Um, Mills Canyon up by where I live. It's mm -hmm. in uh, Harding County. It's about um, 10 miles north of Roy, New Mexico, which nobody's going to know where Roy, New Mexico is. No. But if you go up I-25, I live outside of a town called Springer. It's right on I-25. And if you go west and, or sorry, east and south, mm -hmm. about 30 minutes, you can get to Mills Canyon, which is uh, part of the Kiowa, uh, Kiowa National Grasslands. It's forest service. It's really cool canyon country. It's a bitch of a camping spot on Easter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go in the bottom if, if you don't have four-wheel drive because it could snow on you. But, um, you know, there's Barbary in that canyon. Mm -hmm. um, just this past year, we've had Barbary killed uh, just about 20 miles east of Raton. We've had Barbary killed down around... Las Vegas, New Mexico. So um, there are opportunities out there. It's a it's a really cool tag to put in your pocket because it's statewide and it's yeah. all season long. Yeah. I, again, like we said, ends March thirty first. So the only thing to be I didn't careful know if there about. was any Barbary up there in Mills. Yeah. So now that adds to it, you know, because we can actually start down here. Yep. And hunt up there. Yep. Absolutely. If we want to play in the snow. <laughs> Well, or not we, that there's not snow right here, right? Yeah, now, yeah. But <laughs> uh, or you know, in April when there's nothing else going on, not in, well in April that would be that'd be the new year. year. So that so we just get another one. Another yeah, tag. we just get another tag. But we do want to caution you guys about this this public land tag, this this season long tag. Yes. There are some closed areas that you cannot hunt. Yeah, and my unit right here where I was talking about this western rim, there there's. The proclamation is it's a little bit confusing. It's, it's a little confusing. So what we were sitting here when we were preparing for this podcast and we were going through our notes and stuff and going through the proclamation and finding all the hunts that are currently available and will be through you know between now and the end of the year. We got confused trying to read it. So we would highly suggest calling the local game warden down here in unit 34. So there's to discuss there's a, there's what a, areas are and yeah. aren't open currently. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Sergeant Klein down here in, in Almogordo is a great resource. Uh, Sergeant Ben Bird up there in Rio Doso, he's mm -hmm. going to be also one who's going to be able to tell you exactly where you can and can't hunt. Yeah, and that's that unit thirty six, thirty seven conundrum yeah. proclamation. That's yeah, it's, it's just questionable. So the best thing to do is is make sure you contact the local game warden to the area that you plan on hunting wherever that may be to verify whether you can or can't hunt and if you're wondering about how do i get a hold of the local game warden if you go it on our on uh when you go to the department website they're going to have the area office numbers that area office will gladly give you the specific game or not just the sergeant but the specific game warden for the gmu that you're looking to hunt yeah they they will that's what they're there for. Yep. When that's something we'll also put a link to um on the show notes. <laughs> yep. Uh give you that information. So that's Barbary. The next um tag 
that's that's available. It's, Have, it's, you've never hunted Barbary before. I've never hunted before. Barbary, we moved no. on. You got one. I got a real nice one down in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do have to say this for Did it. you lean to the right? <laughs> Or no, I did not <laughs> lean to the right. I'd leaned on a friggin' rock for a long period of time, but uh, it was actually a, a free range. It wasn't in a high fence. And so I was, uh, yeah, that was a, a really interesting experience. I don't know if I ever told you about that hunt. No. So I went down with a friend of mine and he had a hunting lease down there. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it wasn't a high fence. So that was kind of cool to me, uh, but they're exotics down there. And so you need a license, but they don't have a bag limit on them. And so, you know, the only thing I ever knew was spot and stock growing up here in New Mexico. And so when we went down there, you know, he had some salt licks set up and, and that's the first thing that we did was we went to a salt lick to sit on it to see what came in. And as we were talking, he said, oh yeah, we'll see what comes in. You can shoot it. We'll see how big it is. If you don't like it, we'll just leave it there and we'll go get another one. And that was the most foreign concept to my mind. Right. Because, first of all, I was, you know, raised to you, you eat what you kill. Right. Uh, secondly, you know, it's a big game animal. And here in New Mexico, that's wanton waste. Mm -hmm. And so it was so hard to wrap my, my mind around that. I had no intention of doing that. Whatever I shot, I was going to take. There was no way that I was going to. You know, yeah, I mean, shoot one, good. leave one, and if it's not big enough, don't shoot it. Yeah, but that was just a real, really foreign concept. That being said, Texas does what Texas does, and I'm, you know, uh, I, I won't, I won't say any more about that. Was a cool experience. I did a lot of hiking. It was, uh, it was actually pretty neat. It was down there in that Texas Hill Country around San Angelo, um, Llano. Uh, I spent a, long a lot of time down there. Yeah, that area. but uh, really cool hunt. I got a nice, nice ram, and so. But that's the only time I've ever been Barbary hunting, which is funny because this opportunity exists, and I'm like, why haven't I taken it? Right? Yeah, yeah. We need, we need to get on that. We will this year yep. and next. So, so, um, yeah. So that's that's Barbary. Um, the next thing is it's another season long, over the counter hunt, but this one. Um, the opportunities are highly limited before, before we even get into that. I want to stress that this is an Ibex hunt and it is a off the Florida mountains. Um, so not a lot of people like to, to go and try hunting the Ibex here in New Mexico. Um, I've never done it. From what I hear, it is one of the hardest hunts that you can do. Everybody I've talked to, including in including avid, avid hunters, say that is a brutal hunt. Yeah. So this hunt is off the Florida. So anybody that knows anything about hunting Ibex in New Mexico knows that you're hunting Ibex on the Florida mountain range. Uh, it's a small mountain range um, just outside of Deming. And it's a very hard tag to draw, very hard hunt. Lots of Ibex on the Floridas. Well, this tag that we're talking about, the season-long, over-the-counter, off-the-Florida-mountain tag, um, it's an opportunity, but literally that is all it is. It's, it's, it's not almost, often that It's those, almost like one of those fourth-choice uh, elk hunts. I have nothing else to do, <laughs> and I'm going to be in the area. Why um, not go? Why, yeah. not, why not go? And, 
And so they have seen, you know, when yeah. they're when they're flying uh, counting ibex on the Floridas, they have seen uh, ibex off in the flats. Mm -hmm. um, so so not that it's a it's just a non-start. It's it's not that it's just a you know we're trying to fool people and you know the department's trying to fool people and get get money. No, the, the opportunity yeah. is there. It's a very difficult opportunity. It's an opportunity hunt, and that's all it is. Um, again, contact the local game warden. Make sure you know where that boundary is off yeah. the Florida range. Um, make sure you know um, where you can and can't hunt. Um, that's really all it is, is an opportunity. But it is an opportunity. You can purchase a license and you can go hunt Ibex off the Floridas. And, you know, we would, I, I, you could technically call this a statewide hunt, a little piece of history sure. here for you. Um, Ibex, at the same time that they were released on the Floridas, they released some Ibex up in the Dry Cimarron. Which mm -hmm. uh, fifty eight? That's what we hunted mm -hmm. deer last year. Yep. Um, well, I did. You did. <laughs> I I hunted for three hours. Uh, anyways, um, they released some ibex up mm -hmm. there, but the there are no more ibex up there. They have there's not been a sighting of ibex in who knows how many years. Right. And so um, while you could say it's a statewide hunt, most of it's going to be concentrated right there around the Floridas where the animals are going to be, just not on them. Yeah. Another opportunity that you have, now this is a private land only opportunity. Um, for deer, all of the public land deer opportunities are taken. If you didn't draw a deer tag, your um, SOL. Your SOL. There's no more public land deer tags available, but there are private land options. Um, so, you know, by the time we release this podcast, there's only going to be a few days left of the um, January bow hunt, <clears throat> but it is an option. You know, if you can find a landowner that will give you permission, you can purchase a over-the-counter private land deer tag uh, with that and written permission from a private landowner. You could hunt in any GMU uh, that coincides with the public draw hunt. You'd just be hunting on private land with archery equipment. So um, a good example of that is 2B. 2B. Uh, all those all those hunt areas up there in the north um, northwest part of the part of the world. 2B private land, isn't that draw only? Well, uh, I can't remember. That's why we <clears throat> that's why we put it in there. Make sure yeah, it, read your it's proclamation. gonna be read, read your <clears throat> proclamation, but it's gonna be any of the GMUs with that public hunt mm -hmm. occurring if there's no exceptions to it, um, then you can purchase a private land tag that coincides with the public land hunt. Yeah. Uh, but it is very, very important that you read that proclamation mm -hmm. and get a hold of your that, that local game board. Yeah. But that's bow only. Bow only. Uh, or archery only, and it's the 1st through the 15th of January. Correct. And yeah, there was one opportunity um, in GMU 32 for an antlerless. Um, this is kind of a population reduction hunt. Yeah. Um, it's over by Roswell. And it's kind of a small area. It's just private land. You can purchase the tag online, same thing, and have a private land owner give you written permission to hunt antlerless. It's a doe tag. Um, 
uh, in that in that unit. It's the 16th through the 31st, and it's a, I believe it was a, any legal weapon. weapon. Yeah. yeah, it's hunt. an illegal weapon. So, you're looking for some meat. Yeah, good good, good hunt, good opportunity. Which uh, you know, this is, uh, I think there's one other antlerless hunt before this one in December. Yeah. These are the only two. Yeah, I think there's, antlerless. A, there's a youth antlerless hunts. Yeah, yeah, but there are almost almost zero. Yeah, antlerless yeah. deer hunts in the state. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty much population reduction. Correct. Hunt. They're trying to get rid of the, some deer in a specific area in Unit Thirty Two, and that's that's what it is. So that that's pretty much your only opportunities for deer. Deer's oh, pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> what what. Uh, Walk us through elk, Kyle, because elk, um, there's some pretty specific instructions that you have to have with elk. So remember, and let me preface this by saying that remember that this is going to change next year. Right. Starting, and it, it takes effect next hunting season. Yeah, the 2019 through 2020 hunting season. Yeah. But... For the remainder of this season, we still have the current elk system in place, which means you have an inside the core area and an outside the core area. The inside the core area, what mm -hmm. happens is they take all the land mass that is core, which they call, you know, um, core occupied elk mm -hmm. range, or, you know, basically where we expect elk to be where the elk habitat is mm -hmm. uh, that's what they're calling core mm -hmm. habitat so that core area they take all the land mass in that whether it's private land public land everything they have they they do extremely um specific harvest data on it they do extremely specific uh year after year Management. surveys on it uh all that stuff and so they have a very good idea of what the elk populations are doing in those areas and so from that they say we're going to issue this many tags that specific number of tags are going to be spread out over that landmass. yeah so Certain number of them is going to go to the public land. Mm -hmm. Certain number is going to go to the private land and be split among those private landowners. And and so basically, just just to who put are, it in, who are signed up yeah, in the system, just to put it in in round numbers, um, in layman's terms, if you've got say ten thousand acres, and five thousand of it is private, five thousand of it is public, and they're going to give a hundred tags. They're going to give, because it's even split, 50. they're going to split those tags evenly. Correct. So you'd get 50 private land tags, 50, 50 public, public land tags. The 50 public land tags would go into a public draw. Correct. And the 50 <laughs> private land tags would go through a private draw. Correct. Yeah. Through, through the, the system. Through the system, through the core, through system. The core system, through the private land, through those private landowners that have signed, signed up. up. So that's that's kind of how that works. Um, so having said that, let's talk about inside the core for private land elk. You're basic, you basically have two opportunities left. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have, they're both January 1st through the 31st. They're both 
antlerless tags. So basically a cow, anything that doesn't have antlers on it. Um, the first one is in GMU 36 and, and GMU 48. And that is an, any legal weapon. Again, bag limit on that is an antlerless elk. Mm -hmm. Those, uh, the second is in GMU 13. That one is a muzzle loader only. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, so not in, you can't use a rifle. You have to use a muzzle loader. You could use a bow, muzzle loader, and, and anything below. That is also an antlerless tag. Those tags, those private land tags, are going to have to be, <clears throat> though, those tags are going to go through the landowners. Mm -hmm. the landowners will have an authorization, ranch authorization, and a uh, an authorization. Sorry, they'll have a ranch number and a a license authorization. You need both of those numbers in order to get a, to get a tag. Um, technically, you know. You, you need written permission, but those authorization numbers are going to be your written permission. If you have a license and it is for, it's going to say a ranch on your license Correct. if you purchase that. Correct. Okay. Does that cover everything on, on the core, inside that, the core? That does. I want to get, I'm scrolling in my scroll. Scroll button. button. <laughs> I'm scrolling. <laughs> you know, they, nobody gets their jokes. They're, they're, we're going to tell an inside joke on, on, on this here. Um so on page oh, 68 of your proclamation, it's going to um, give some information on private land tags and how you purchase them. And then that's, pay attention that's, to your ranch yeah. only versus unit wide. And, and page right here, page 70 is where it explains about your core tags. Um, We'll put a link to the uh, proclamation page um, for the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish on, on the show notes and on our website so you can find this information. Uh, just just squirrel side note here. Um, it's no longer squirrel season. Right. It's no longer squirrel season. <laughs> um, always consult your proclamation. Um, we're giving you some general information um, to help you find some hunts so you can uh, have a few more opportunities as the, the license year winds down. But make sure to consult your proclamation, contact your local game wardens, all of that stuff so you um, don't end up doing something you shouldn't be doing. Correct. Um, so, so, yeah, that covers the core. Um, now let's look at outside the core, Kyle. Outside the core is actually a little bit easier. Um, I talked about how you have to be in the system and, and, and the ranches, you know, the private landowners or the private ranches get drawn just like the public in inside the core, outside the core. It's basically a negotiation between our bio, um, between the biologists mm -hmm. and the private landowners mm -hmm. on how many tags they get. Um, so any areas that are outside the core, uh, a landowner can basically request, you know, send in an application to get tags. And again, this is the last year that this is kind of going, so I don't want to harp on it too much, but, uh, then they, if they get tags, uh, they're allotted again, a ranch number 
and an authorization number. You need both of those numbers to purchase a license. As with everything else, uh, you if you're going to do it next week, you probably want to go to a vendor or uh -huh. to an, uh, an area office or Game and Fish office to get that so you can get a Cargus tag. Uh, if, you're gonna, if it's going to be a couple weeks out, which remember, uh, these hunts only go through the end of January. January. Uh, there are no bull hunts left. Everything yeah. is cow. Yeah. yeah, and everything is private land. There's no public land hunts left. So the nice thing about uh, these these hunts, though, is they are any five consecutive days. Mm -hmm. And so you can say, all right, I want to hunt these five days. Go get your tag. Go hunt. You don't, you're not tied to the public land hunts like the Correct. deer. Correct. So that pretty much should cover the elk. Yeah. Yeah. There's unfortunately there's as not a whole lot. As confusing as that was. Right. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of opportunities left for deer or elk. There are no public land opportunities. No. There, there are only going to be private land opportunities. Um, elk or our, our next, our next topic, which is Oryx is the same way. Uh, there's no public land opportunities remaining. Those are draw only. Um, and, and, um, but there are some Oryx opportunities. If you can find a landowner off the range, um, there's three. Now, for those of you who don't, well, Rodney explained for those who may not know what off range means. Okay. So down here, um, near Alamogordo, we have the White Sands Missile Range. Uh, it's a military installation. Pretty much goes from uh, Alamogordo to... Pretty much from Carrizozo to Cruces. Well, from, from Alamogordo to Las Cruces, um, east and west. Yeah. North and south, it goes um, from a little bit north of Carrizozo mm -hmm. all the way to almost El Paso, yeah. uh, north and south. So uh, it's a large area. There are a lot. Line, basically. Yeah, there are a lot of opportunities to hunt on range, but they are all draw uh draw permits um and there are opportunities to hunt off range on public land but those are draw permits so these off range tags that you can get right now are pretty much statewide although you're not going to find oryx statewide kind of like the ibex mm -hmm. um they're going to be predominantly around the missile range because that's where the oryx were released was on the missile range um so they've the, as herd sizes grew, Oryx wandered, expanded off of the missile range. They they want to keep those numbers down off the range, yeah, and keep the Oryx tied to the missile range. Um, it was a general that brought them over in the past, um, and so so that's what these off the range tags are. They're one month long, so mm -hmm. we have hunts left for January, February, and March. Yeah. So, and, and again, these are all private, private land, land because tags. the public land off range, because there's a lot of BLM mm -hmm. that surrounds the ranges that go in, you know, kind of hand in hand with the, with the private lands. But uh, mm -hmm. those are draw permits. The public lands are draw permits. These are going to be the private yeah. land only. Yeah. And there's a lot of private landowners around the range, both, both west of the range, um, over towards Las Cruces and south of the range, you know, down the Tularosa Basin from from basically Oregrande all the way to um, Carrizozo and then north 
of that area down towards uh, Socorro and San Antonio that um, don't like the oryx on their property and don't want to get into the hunting business, so they're not selling tags. So um, those of you who like use Onyx and can get private landowners, you can contact these private landowners. You can make arrangements with them to allow you to hunt on their private land. Just got to have written permission. Get written permission. You can buy this tag. They're, like I said, there's three, there's three seasons left. Um, January. They coincide. Yeah, they're, they're, you can hunt all of January or all of February or all of March. Yep. And um, you can only hold one tag, so you got to pick one or the other. And, um, you know, happy hunting. So just got to find a ranch owner that will give you permission. Some of them will charge you. Some of them won't. Uh, get that done. Buy you tag. Go hunt. Yeah. Uh, and that is that is the prime meat in the state, if you ask me. Oh, so you, good. The Oryx is, is fantastic. Just uh, so good. Game meat. Um, so, yeah, if you can find you some, some private landowners who will give you permission, that's another great opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. So here's one that's both private and public land. It's over the counter and it is season long and that's your cougar hunts. Um, now this is not everybody's, you know, no, this, one's, this one's going to have a little bit more uh, involvement. Correct. Yeah. This is probably not, not a beginner's, you know, mm -hmm. bag of tricks. It's, um, but hey, we're we're not here to discriminate. No, we're just giving you the information. But uh, that is the one really nice thing about New Mexico. Uh, we got plenty of cats. Um, they when you purchase, uh, so the cougar cougar season starts April first and runs through the thirty first of March of the following year. Mm -hmm. Just runs along with the license year. Um, when you purchase your cougar license, you get two tags. So you can tag two cats. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that you have to worry about is first to start out to even get your license, you're going to have to take a cougar ID test. That's an online test. It just, it's a series of questions, helps people uh, identify, you know, is it a kitten? Is it a female? Is it a tom? That type of thing. Mm -hmm. But you do have to get that Cougar ID number prior to getting your license. So that's one caveat for that. <clears throat> Cougars, most of the time, are not going to be a spot in stock. So it's a little bit, uh, I guess you could say, tougher hunt. Uh, you could call them in. You mm -hmm. can use uh, you know, electronic hand calls to call them in. I've known a couple of guys that have done that. But most of the Cougar hunts here in New Mexico are... Are gonna be with dogs. You can use a, an electronic call. You can. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. I find that interesting. You can't use one for. I, mean, you, I know you can use one for coyotes, but you can't use them for turkey mm -hmm. or or what else? A big game. Yeah. yeah. But you can use them for cougars. Interesting. Yep. Um. The other thing that you need to worry about with cougar, if, if that's something that you want to do, uh. <clears throat> you are going to have to call and check for zone closures. Yep. So cougar zones are going to be a little bit different from the game management units. Yeah, cougar they're, zones they're generally co consist of a collection of genius game management units. Um, and they're a little bit different than the bear management you know, zones. And the reason for that is because, you know, they're two different animals. you got to manage them differently. Yeah. You can find those... 
those Cougar Zones on page 122 of your proclamation. The 2018-2019 proclamation. But you're going to have to, prior to going hunting, you either need to call or go online to check for zone closures. Uh, that number is going to be one 850 5466 Or you can go to the wildlife.state.nm.us uh, slash hunting, forward slash hunting, um, and then pick cougar and it'll be in that page yeah and we'll we'll put a link to that as well again up on the website yeah so the other interesting thing about cougar is that it uh the the cougar harvest update will have that's what you're going to look for you know prior to going hunting is you're going to look for the harvest update to see if the zone is closed currently uh, as of december 31st 2018 the only zones that are closed is zone eight, uh, sorry, zone I, which is GMUs 36 through 38, and zone N is closed, and that's uh, GMUs 4 and 52. Uh, most of the time, most of these zones don't close. Uh, it's very unlikely for a zone to close because we have. Uh, harvest limits that are pretty high and we just don't have that many people hunting cougar. Uh, but the one thing to understand about this is that it does have a sublimit. This is why you take the cougar ID test. The sublimit for each of the zones is how many females can be killed um, prior to it being closed. So for example, uh, we're, we're down here in 34 Mm-hmm. which is zone, let me find it here real quick, Q. Zone Q, uh, GMUs 28, 29, 30, and 34. You have a limit of uh, 34, 35. sorry, yeah, 35. Yep. Good. Uh, 35, and right now it's open. You have a sublimit. You know, you can. There's 11 females that could be killed before it closes. Gotcha. So, uh, or nine males. Just, but that's something to be aware of whenever you t whenever you look at that uh, harvest update. That's kind of how you're going to read it. There's a total sustainable mortality. Uh, there's a Female sublimit, and then there's how many are, are left. Yeah. So that should pretty much take care of cougar, but it is another opportunity for you guys to go to go hunting if uh, you're, you know, you're if if you yeah. want to, yeah. you know, you can hire an outfitter. Um, go by yourself. Go call by yourself. Them. Yeah. It, it tough hunt, but but um, like you said, we're we're not here to discriminate. We're telling you everything that, that's left. Um, we got another, uh, statewide kind of, um, <laughs> hunt, the, the javelina hunt, which is a really fun hunt. Um, this hunt runs January 16th through March 31st. It's statewide over the counter. The only thing is you have some exceptions. You cannot hunt in unit 19 or 
23 through 28. Um, it's so uh, 19 is the White Sands Missile Range. Yeah, 19 is White Sands Missile Range. 23, 23 through 28, 28 is, well, the 23 hill. through 27 is the Boot Hill of New Mexico, and yeah. 28 is McGregor. Yeah. So it's all legal weapons, either sex, um, a lot of fun, you know, squealing little pigs. You can call them in. You can call them in. Uh, they can charge you. Spot and stock. <laughs> yeah, but they can't see. That's the true. neat thing about uh, um, Picari's, uh, Pickery. 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 Um, is that they, they're blind as a bat. They got good smell, good hearing, blind as a bat. Yeah. So um, I hunted with a guy in Las Cruces that loved javelina hunting. Um, he hunted them with bird dogs. And... He called him, and uh, how many times he had Havelina charge him and just run all around him, never really finding him, <laughs> and, you know, and he would just blast one as they, as they would run by. <laughs> he loved it. He, he, he absolutely loved it. But um, interesting hunt. And then you also have uh, the month of January – to hunt them with a bow, same units, same statewide over-the-counter. Same except, exceptions. Ex same exceptions. Um, so the 16th through the 31st with any legal weapon. And then the month of January, uh, the month of January with, with, a bow, with a bow. Both of them either sex. Both of them either sex. Um, we, you don't want to be you don't want to be looking under a mm -hmm. pig's leg to fix. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, this is a kind of a good one to pair with um, Barbary. Um, at least down here, because generally the same country. Generally the same country, yeah. Um, you're going to go through well, depending on how you hunt, especially down here. You can definitely go through the Havelina country on the way to your Barbary country. Um, down here, I don't know if they have them up there where you're talking about, but uh, no. So we don't we don't have Havelina in the northern part of the state. Uh, you're going to focus on the southern end of the state for Havelina. Yeah. We just, we're not deserting en enough. Uh, it gets too cold up there for the yeah. Havelina. Yeah. Uh, so south of I 40, basically, uh, more so probably further south than that. Yeah. Is where you're going to find your Havelina. Yeah. Um, and that pretty well covers it for big game animals. Yeah. The opportunities are left for big game animals. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but there are there are some other some small game, uh, upland game is what it's called now. Um, quail uh, statewide with a game hunting license, um, you could hunt those through February fifteenth. And let me so I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up real quick, uh -huh. uh, and just remind you guys that with any big game animal, you're gonna have to have that carcass tag. Yes, and so. Uh, either purchase your license online two weeks prior to hunting or go to your vendor or to an office to get that if you're going to be within that two-week period that you're going to hunt. Yeah. Coming to the upland game, uh, talking about upland game, you can hunt those with the game hunting license that you purchased if you put in for the draw, whatever, you know. But that all that requires is your game hunting license. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about quail. Yeah. So we have quail season. Um, it is running from now through the um, middle of February, February 15th. Um, Eurasian collared dove, um, 
you can hunt those statewide through the end of the license year, which is March 31st. Um, Upland Game is on page 130. Well, Upland well, Game, page 135, um, is where you can go to find information on what days of the week you can certain hunt. wildlife management areas are open. Because your wildlife management areas where you can hunt wild uh, Upland Game, some of them are closed certain days. Certain days. So uh, go to page 135. Uh, wildlife management areas days open to upland game hunting. Um, they vary, you know, like the first one is uh, WS Huey uh, is open for quail, but it's only open on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Um, the big hatchet species, our special management area for quail is open all week, but go, go to this page 135 and it'll give you this chart on which wildlife management areas are open for what game, on what days yeah i mean and and it gives you some a little bit other information yeah. for example uh the forest service management area of the sandia ranger district mm -hmm. uh it, it's open all days but it is archery only yeah. so again that's why you want to consult that consult that proclamation uh, also just just a reminder if you're a new hunter uh, spend a little bit of time in identifying this is part of that being a new hunter. This is part of uh, honing your skills. I'm not even going to say new hunter. I'm going to say any hunter. Being able to identify your target. Uh, a Eurasian collared dove, you need to be able to differentiate them from them and a morning dove. Yes. Because morning dove's season is closed. Yes. And so you can hunt your Asian collar dove, but you can't hunt morning dove. So you need to know what the difference is. Um, you know what a quail is versus, you know, a dove versus uh, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I'm not, you know, not preaching. I'm just, you know, reminding everybody about that. Um, so that's that's what we what you got left for Upland Game. But we also have fur bear. Fur bear, yeah. Um, so now, fur bears can be taken by hunting or, or trapping. trapping. Yeah. And today we're not going to get too far into trapping. Yeah, today we're pretty much going to cover the hunting aspect of it. Um, just because trapping, um, if you're a trapper, you've already got your traps, you know what you're doing, you know when the dates are. We're, we're pretty much giving opportunities, hunting opportunities. Um, but fur bear is, you know, you do have the opportunity to go hunt for fur bears, you know, badgers, weasels, fox, ringtails, bobcats. Yep. You do need a fur bear license. Yes. It's, you you need, it's not just the game hunting license. Mm -hmm. You need the game hunting and the fur bear license. Yep. And uh, so species such as badger, weasel, fox, ringtail, and bobcat, the that season ends on March 15th. Mm -hmm. And all other fur bears going to end on March 31st. Correct. End of the um, season. End of the season. Yeah. Uh, there, and if you're wondering how to how to take fur bears other than trapping, uh, calling is a great way. Calling. Yeah. Yeah. And and all of these seasons are open at different times during the year. But as you know, as far as this podcast is concerned, they're open for um, the rest of the, the rest of the year or, or till March 15th for those. You know, um, get in again. Get in your proclamation. Um, It'll tell you, you know, more information than we're just giving you the, the basics. Um, and then the last thing 
is non-game species. Um, uh, so these are species. These are things that you don't need a hunting license yeah. for unless um, unless we have any non-residents out there yes. who are listening. If you are a non-resident, you either have to have a hunting license. So it doesn't matter if it's a game hunting, a trapping, whatever. If you had, if you drew or had a private land deer license, you're good. But you need some sort of license. Or if you have never held a license before in New Mexico, you have to have a non-game species license. Yeah. So, so interesting side note here, Kyle. Um, you just said. In, in case any non-residents are listening, I hadn't even thought of that. Did we even mention that we're talking about New Mexico? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I covered it. All right, good. I just, <laughs> I just want to make sure. I was like, here we are in minute 56 of the podcast, and I'm like, did we mention that this is for New <laughs> yes. Mexico? No, we did We did mention that this was for New Mexico. I know that we've said New Mexico Department of Game and Fish at least 10 times. Well, but... no, at the very beginning, I talked about that, that we're talking about last good. chance opportunities for hunting in New Mexico. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. All right. So if you're I'm glad you caught that because I didn't <laughs> that's what I'm here for. If you're if you're a non-resident, you do have to have a non-game hunting license right. if you've never held any other license in New Mexico. Cool. But those types of species, uh, if uh, you're looking to do that, those non-game species that if you're a resident, you don't need a license for coyote, skunk, rabbit, prairie dogs, ground squirrels. And our uh, feral hogs, porcupine, and our favorite to say, Himalayan tar. Uh, I want to, that, 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 <laughs> that cover us, we only got a few minutes left here. We do. Um, and I want to cover something just real quick. Well, before you, before, go ahead. what are you going to cover? No, go ahead. Before you do, uh, feral hogs, mm -hmm. make sure that they're, they're not, again, Havelina. species identification. Make sure that they're not javelina. Uh, if you're in the southwestern part of the state, make sure that a coyote is a coyote and not a gray wolf. Right. Make sure that a bobcat is a bobcat and, and not, not a lynx. Um, so the last thing last thing that I want to cover real quick here, guys. When you go to the New Mexico Department of Game and Fish online and you're looking at this stuff, um, there, there's a lot of stuff on here um, that you that you can purchase. Um, as far as your game hunting license, your game hunting and fishing license, um, your, stamps. Your, your stamps and all of that stuff. But there's a few things on here that I just want to mention real quick. Um, your habitat stamp, which you're going to need. Um, but um, so let me, there's, let me can I clarify there? Yeah. So there's two different stamps that have habitat in it. Mm -hmm. The first one is your habitat management access validation. That's a $4 stamp. And you have to have one of those per person per license year. Yes. The second is a habitat stamp, and that is if you're going to hunt, on trap, BLM. or fish on BLM or Forest Service land. Okay. So through throughout this page, there, there are certain things like your um, goose conservation or, well, not that one. Um, your federal duck stamp is one. Um your your game hunting license is one. Um, your share with wildlife donation, um, and then at the very bottom, there's a share with wildlife extra donation. All these are important because even if you don't hunt, you don't get the opportunity to hunt. You're putting money into the system, which is matched by Pittman Robertson, which is what 
keeps our habitat growing. That, that so builds habitat projects. If you that, can. That's habitat projects. If you can, go on, donate, and make sure that we're growing habitat because it's important. Growing habitat grows more animals, gives us more opportunities to hunt. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. We have enjoyed bringing this to you guys. If you have any questions, leave us a comment. Get a hold of us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. We have enjoyed this. We will talk to you later. Adios. Adios. Thanks for joining Not A Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.